salmon broth like things. Is this a show? Yes. Um, hi, Ross. <laughs> hello, Sam. Hi, Casey. Hi there. What? What? What is our show? This is Sam and Ross Like Things. I'm Sam. And I'm Ross. And this is... Oh, am I supposed to say I'm Casey? Hi, hi Casey. I, don't, I, don't, I never know what the line is between me participating and me not. You know, like, should I just stand back and no. let the masters do their thing? Or am I supposed to <laughs> pretend like I actually am part of the show for this? You're part? a part of the show. I don't think you need to pretend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome. This is the show where we talk about things that we like with no hedging. No hedging. Uh, you may hear some some noises uh, as we munch on some munchies, which we'll get to later in the show. This is my my continual attempt to turn this podcast into an ASMR podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do some cool mouth noises in a minute. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to like it, but we're going to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any other top of the show? Because we got... Oh, Casey, who are you? Yeah. Hi, uh, I'm Casey. <laughs> And I live near-ish to Sam and Ross. Uh, I live in the yuppie hell that they hate um, a little bit. Hedging. hedging. Yeah, that's hedging. Right. See? uh, See? You got to keep me honest. (laughs) I live in a wonderful suburb of Richmond, Virginia. That is not the city proper. Um, And they were kind enough to invite me down to Sam's house and let me sit in on this one. So if you don't know who I am, I do a Apple podcast with Marco Arment and John Syracuse called the Accidental Tech Podcast. And I also do what has ultimately become kind of a feeling show, which is called Analog with my uh, British friend, Mike Hurley. And you can find those on the internet. Awesome. We'll put the links in the show notes. We will. That is something you could do. I always say we, but it's always just Sam. (laughs) (laughs) You say that like you're going to do it. There was a time when you did the the notes. That time has long since passed. Long, long ago. Want to do some follow-up? Yes. Sam and Casey, I have follow-up. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot of follow-up. There today. is, and I'll try to be quick because people have liked things, um, and the list is, as always, wonderful and long. Um, the first is I finished the comic book Here Be Gremlins. I see it. So I it's get it over turn. there. Yeah, I really enjoyed this comic. Um, and if you didn't, if you didn't listen last time, this is the graphic novel adaptation of the Adventure Zone, yeah. Dungeons and Dragon podcast that someone sent us, an anonymous listener. Yeah, it was an anonymous gift. A human being, I assume a human being, thought that it was. <laughs> not trying to not trying to generalize. You yeah, know, um, thought that we were deserving enough to get this graphic novel, and I read it. I really enjoyed it, and I almost got the Adventure Zone back on my my pod catcher client and listened to it again, but. Who's got time for that? And follow up one. <laughs> and follow up one. And you brought me some of your hot peppers. I did. Uh, that was a quick hit of me a while back of these. Oh, man. This would go good with our topic tonight, actually. Oh, this um, is fancy. These this are, yeah. So, so I got I to gotta paint a word picture for you. So I'm holding a very small jar, and it says Hot Peppers 2018. And this is the famous, like, ground pepper from an episode or two back, right? That's right. Yeah. Very, very cool. That, your mom has your mom's tears. Yeah. yeah my, <laughs> my, my mom definitely ground those up and aerosol, like, weaponized them into the kitchen. Um, so they're, they're, they're a gift for you, Sam. Excellent. And, and my spouse. Um, one one final follow-up for me is, this is the boringest follow-up. This is a little bit of hedge. I don't want to hedge. This is <laughs> this is a minor follow-up that I continue to do because it just brings me joy is we got a SodaStream refill back in my nice. house. So we're back. Fizzy water, left, right, up, down. Everyone's drinking it. <laughs> Excellent. It's great. Is that, I see your Nalgene here. Is that full of fizzy water or it, regular? It is not. It's just regular. All right. That's great too. Yeah. <laughs> and we had no no mail. No mail. I did go to the P.O. box today and it was empty. But you didn't have like a note from them. No, like, there was no magic note <laughs> saying, please empty your mailbox. 
you want to do stuff other people like? Let's do it. Stuff other people like. Stop! Sam, Casey, the yes. list of things that people like is wonderful and long. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to get into it. And if we you want to jump in on any of these. Yeah, or? please. Feel please free. Do. So Plofmaster likes Autumn, Apple Cider, and his new robot vacuum. Ooh. Yeah, that's all the rage these days is the robot vacuums. We thought that that was popular like, you know, five, ten years ago. But oh, no, it's come back around. Do you have one? No. I have a five five year ago robot. Oh, vacuum. okay. So is it is it wonderful? There's a lot of eye rolling and, and sighing going on <laughs> over here. I, I don't I don't like it it is one if my okay. If my apartment or house or home was a square with no items in it, <laughs> then it would be magic. It would be amazing. Because we have a dog and the dog sheds like banana town. And if we had a robot pick up all the dog's hair, that would be incredible. That'd be great. But like, there's just stuff everywhere, and it bumps into the stuff. It makes cute noises when it bumps Aww. into stuff and fails. But then you're like, now I gotta do it. You like added a task to my list to like <laughs> fix the robot. So I gotcha. Is it the is it the equivalent feeling of when you're using a normal vacuum and you try to pick up a thing and it doesn't pick it up, and then you like adjust it on the ground and then you try to vacuum it again <laughs> it's similar to that except like instead of doing that you're like laying on the couch relaxing and then it's almost oh. like hey boo-doo. <laughs> come vacuum and you're like i just i just got you so i didn't have to do this anyway that was not a thing i like but okay the new robot vacuums i think are smarter fair enough now i actually can i interrupt here i have a question for you that never there. happens on this yeah show. never ever is there a difference between autumn and fall Okay, I looked this up once. It's British. Autumn is British, I think. Okay, but in terms of like the seasonality, no. like, I always took them to be one and the same, obviously yeah. different terms, yeah. but I, I feel like this is one of those things with like sunroof and moonroof where there's probably a definition of a difference Ooh. somewhere, somehow mm. that I just don't know. But it's to you guys, autumn yeah. is fall, fall is autumn. Yeah, yeah. spring okay. forward, autumn back. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy likes being free of the iOS Wi-Fi drop bug finally. I've never experienced this bug. I haven't Does anyone, Is anyone aware? Uh, so this this is right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> so um, uh, it was, I think, iOS 11 when combined with my beloved Eero uh, Wi-Fi uh, base stations. There was a certain bug that Eero and Apple kind of kept pointing the fingers at each other where you would just kind of fall out of Wi-Fi for a while or it would try to connect to the Wi-Fi, mm. but it wouldn't really work. And it was infuriating. And I think it was Eero that eventually caved and did whatever they needed to do to fix it in in a recent release of the Eero firmware, but it was deeply frustrating. And so I totally agree. Um, Tracy continues having cleaned her apartment enough to have people over. Oh, hear that. Mm -hmm. Honestly, maybe part of the reason we're in studio a today rather than studio B. Oh, so so we had to clean today. (laughs) So you didn't have to, I am the best co-host. Um, (laughs) Apple music memos. Is that the music? Is that the, the music? memo app thing oh that's right i forgot about that I, yeah i think this is well i don't know to interpret i think that this is using the voice memo app to capture your own musical right. it's not thoughts. apple music memos correct it's not a playlist right <laughs> well because there was that app that i thought was specifically designed yeah. for oh. musicians because yeah, like, people were using voice memos to, to sam's point mm-hmm. you know to, to like I don't know anything about music, but I guess you would like have some riff in your head or something like that. And you would hum it into voice memos. And my understanding, have you reused it? Is I haven't used it, okay, but see, it made me think either. of, there's a, one of the Kevin Smith interview DVDs that came out. He talks about how he, he filmed, did this filming for Prince and every room in Prince's house was wired for sound. Like even the bathroom. 
That's yeah, yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe we can get some follow-up from Tracy. And Tracy continues, that learning montage feeling, like a training montage, but she's teaching herself a thing. Oh, oh that's, that's great. <laughs> that's real good. I wonder yeah. what her training montage music is. Is it like 80s style? Yeah, of course. I want to say that as a person who is <laughs> deeply immersed in 80s training montages. Past tense likes the good place, that the good place is back, and the new mm-hmm. character, Simone, is wonderful. Do you guys like the show? Yes. yes. We, yeah. we watched all of it. once As soon as it hit Netflix, so season two, we watched it immediately. Yeah, we, we did basically the same thing and quite liked it. And what's interesting about it, no spoilers, is that the first season has an arc. And then the second season, in my personal perspective, has like a different, like a very, very different kind of arc. I don't, I, I don't want to be more specific because yeah. it will start giving things mm-hmm. away. And it appears that now the third season has taken yet another turn, which is really, really fascinating. But it it is a very good show. And... It is uplifting even when it tries, or to, I think it's uplifting even when it tries not to be. Yes. And that I really appreciate, especially with all the crap that's going it's, on today. It's odd that there is a show on mainstream network television that teaches you moral philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> and not in like a joke. I mean, it, it's got jokes, but it's not like making fun of the moral philosophy. Right. Um, one question for y'all. Is this, because my Apple Watch was like, by the way, the good place is back. And I was like, oh. That's a wonderful alert that I got. Um, Is it all of the episodes? I don't know. I guess not since it's network TV, right? It's just the first one out? Correct. Okay. Okay. Um, Cayman likes bikes with an exclamation point. Bikes! Um, (laughs) Been riding with Raba, which is the Richmond Area Bicycling Association. Mostly Saturday rides to Ashland. Best thing I've done for myself in years. Neat. Related, two-wheel related, Brian likes long solo, and I'm assuming these are motorcycle trips. Yeah, that's a motorcycle emoji. Yeah, long so- solo motorcycle emoji trips, meeting new friends, and coming back home to see my wife after a long trip. Oh, nice. That's very nice. Yeah. Imogen? That's my daughter. Likes audiobooks and Twizzlers. Oh, Twizzlers yeah. are my jam. With she, black or red? She went red. to a... They went to CVS today and got Twizzlers for my youngest daughter's teacher, who apparently loves Twizzlers, and Emmy brought herself some. Black or red? Red. Uh, obviously. Yeah. I guess obviously. <laughs> and she listens to a lot of audiobooks. What's her jam at the moment? I don't know. I, she gets them from Libby from the library okay. and she just downloads as many as they let her have. Controversial opinion. I think red vines are delicious. There's, there's fine. They're I just haven't had different them in thing. forever. Yeah, different thing? Okay. Different thing. All right. Sam's youngest daughter likes our podcast. Aww. She does. That's yeah. charming. She's pretty sweet. Does she, does she listen to all the apps? Uh, I think so. Okay. She's got them on a little iPod, iPod Touch. Cool. Cat likes Gabrielle. Gabrielle. Okay. Gabrielle Unions. We're going to need more wine. It's a really honest perspective of being a woman and being black and being famous and the intersection of those things. Yeah, that's a, a, a book she read. Okay. And it is called We're Going to Need More Wine. Mm-hmm. Love it. Lisa likes the Second Street Festival in Jackson Ward and the Richmond Folk Festival. Insider insider information is that Lisa works for the organization that puts on both of those things. Oh. <laughs> um, Have you been to any uh, Richmond festivals? Not these ones. Uh, Richmond is in love with, I feel like you guys did a show on this, is in love with food festivals. Yes. And mm-hmm. we definitely frequent some of them. We always do the Lebanese Food Festival, which Ooh. is uh, which that, is that within, festival's the best. Oh, it's so good. And it's uh, it's extremely close to where Aaron grew up. Don't be creepy. And so we always go to that one. Uh, what other ones do we always go to? I feel like I'm forgetting all of the good ones. We try to go to the Greek one if we can find a time to make that work. We skipped the Watermelon Festival this year. Because it's we, the surface of the sun? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> yes. I feel like if there's any rule about Richmond, it's that the Watermelon Festival has to be on the hottest day of yeah, the entire year. Yeah. And it's been that way for like 
the 10 years I've lived here. We skipped it this year for the first time in a long time uh, because it was actually a different festival called Bugstock, which is barely a festival. But basically, in a park up in the west end of Richmond, uh, a bunch of old Volkswagen Beetles get together Ooh. and like park in this oh, little that fun. park. And it's super fun. And, you know, I'm a car dweeb and, and my little boy who is uh, almost four, he's kind of gotten into it too. And so we like going to that and they have like a little bounce house, and, like a food truck. And nice. so it's like this teeny teeny tiny thing um, you know it's it's a festival in of sorts but it's adorable and bounce house and food truck is the minimum requirement right. yeah exactly and, and a bunch of people did yeah. you know that the kids these days don't do punch buggy they oh. do banana whack what <laughs> what are you talking about it's, it's because vw bugs don't really exist uh, yeah yeah because they're so old they they say it's any yellow car. Oh, oh, okay. that's weird. Yeah, I had no idea. Someone had the innovation of like we're not punching each other enough. Yeah, how can we, we need more. How can we, how can we do better? Mark likes the new legacy coffee mugs. Okay, and this is Mark, and he's designed these coffee mugs. Or really, it's a it's a design he did with a local artist of the Robert E. Lee Memorial Memorial Monument. The yeah. terrible Robert E. Lee monument, and he's taken away <laughs> Robert E. Lee, and it's just the pedestal that remains, and there's like Ooh. kind of a cool like color thing behind Ooh. it. Um, and you can get it on shirts and, and hoodies and stuff, but he's got it on mugs now, coffee mugs. So it's real cool. Tommy likes pears. And I think you just insert your regular joke about pears. Like, they're, they're like too hard and then they're suddenly too soft. What's with the pear? <laughs> you know? Both Jen and Chardet like Issa Rae and murder mysteries. Issa Rae does that um, Insecure, I think. Is that the name of, name of the show on Netflix? I think I'm she writes and directs that show. Sure. Um, I'd, like a murder and then murder mysteries like as a genre as a genre are we talking like a dinner party murder mystery oh, are we talking I would like assume a Miss Marple a, what what's that I've got nothing <laughs> Poirot well, you keep saying words what is that <laughs> <laughs> your mouth is making noises and the two of us are both clueless uh, these are famous detectives from the Orient Express yes boom I knew it was out there. It's floating around. I Not got the, it. Did you say Ori, Oregon Express? <laughs> no, the, the murder on the Orient Express, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Agatha Christie. You. Agatha Christie. I will say there are a ton of murder mystery shows now. Like when I went to all like the popular shows on the Apple TV, it was all just yeah. crime drama stuff. Justin likes Atlantic Sturgeon breaching in the James River. Someone showed me a picture of this the other day. Have you guys seen this? No. Uh, Huge fish just jumping out of the James River, just like whoosh, and then back in the water or like on the no, land? Nope, just, <laughs> just floating away. <laughs> they're, they're gone. Jamie likes soup, green hot sauce, and tacos. All good things. All great things. Uh, Ruthie likes Alan Bradley books and cozy sweaters with fleece-lined leggings. Ooh. I'm, I'm like a half step away from buying fleece-lined pants. I have some. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Do you, great. Is it cold enough here to wear them ever? That's what I was going to ask. Uh, last winter, it got super cold like it was in the the, the ones, right? <laughs> the ones. <laughs> the ones. The ones. <laughs> and so i wore my russia coat and my flea, flannel line pants okay well, and, into it. and it's like wearing a blanket oh that does sound appealing yeah. but not with the stupid snuggy thing like it's it's something that doesn't look ridiculous no, it's, it's like a, a normal khaki pants but the inside lining is this is this is technology my, i was not prepared for <laughs> this is impressive sorry they're in the winter bin all right but they're amazing flannel line pants Okay, I'm you can also the- get flannel line jeans. Okay, now, now we're talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put it on my list. Steven likes VCU students and faculty getting free bus rides. I'm into this. I like that I get to ride the bus for free. I almost asked you, Casey, when you were downtown the other day, if you happened to, did you see a bus? 
not the big green then. blue. Pulse I am aware of what you're talking about. So, so I am I am one of those West End yuppies that doesn't ever really see buses. Yeah, and well, except They're this starting. fancy new Pulse, right? That's coming out my neck of the woods, isn't it's it? Not no? a Pulse. No, nineteen. There is a bus that will come out that way. See, here was I thought after all this time listening to your show, I almost was smart. It was. It, it turns was out. <laughs> it turns out I just missed the mark. It was close. Mark likes this thing he put a picture of in there, and I didn't know what it was. It was a candy bar or a bar of some sort. I think made by a company called Kinder. I know what Kinder is. Do you? Yeah. Like Kinder Egg? Kinder? Yeah, like Kinder Egg. Kinder. Okay, okay. Ah. Well, I will describe it. It had. It was called Bueno White. Okay. And it was bar-shaped and gooey once you sounds good. cracked a bit open. You I mean, can't have Kinder Eggs in this country because of the FDA. Oh, is that the thing with the, with the toys, toys in it? Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, Okay. I don't know anything about anything sometimes. Holly likes neon, and I think she just means cool neon stuff. Like the element? Yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. Delightfully nerdy of you. <laughs> um, the art community in Richmond and costumes. Small tangent, guys. On my block, someone has decorated for Halloween. Yeah. As we record, it is not yet October. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, and I, I wanted to, like, have you guys, do you guys, you, I assume, Casey, you're saying that not in your neighborhood. No. No. Uh, I feel like, where was I that I saw somebody putting up i think it was at uh a friend's house or something but somebody was putting up oh it was my parents house that's what it was it was my parents house somebody had this like humongous like faux cobweb which was made out of like christmas lights you know what i mean so Mm -hmm, so it was like coming off the roof all the way down to the lawn and that was at least a week ago so that was you know effectively (laughs) mid-september i'm gonna say go out on a limb yeah we don't have lots of debates on this show okay i'm gonna say after the solstice Oh, you can go Halloween? Because it's so close to the end of the month, mm-hmm. right? Isn't it? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Is yeah. that how the, the universe works? <laughs> I, think, I, like think, I think probably. <laughs> um, Maggie likes listening to Robert Glenister read the audiobooks of Robert Galebraith, a.k.a. J.K. Rowling. Can someone unpack that for me? Uh-uh. Anyone? No? So, well, I, I can take an attempt. So, I know that J.K. Rowling had done some writing as a different pen name, so... I'm assuming that Robert Galbraith, or however you pronounce that, is you know, obviously J.K. Rowling, but it's one of her books that was not intended to be like part of the Harry Potter world, et cetera, okay. et cetera. And so I'm guessing that Robert Glenister is a regular person who is reading the novels of quote unquote- A Robert. performer. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. Who is reading the novels of J.K. Rowling as writing as Robert Galbraith, Whew, I think. it's yeah. a lot of R's in all those various ways. Um, <laughs> Maggie continues, Cormoran Strike Novels on Libby Library app. Libby's great. And I think these are crime novels, too. I looked it up. Um, Dark Chocolate Covered Banana Chips. Oh, oh, that sounds very good. And St. Paul and the Broken Bones' newest album, Young Slick Camellia, which is, by the way, in the Sam and Ross Lightnings playlist available on Apple Music. Which there'll be a link to in the show notes. That's right. Nice. Val, whom I'm married to, likes seeing and hearing our kid practice the saxophone, which it's fourth grade, so... You get a, you get an instrument if you want. Did <laughs> he get to pick? Yeah, he p- could pick whatever he wanted out of all the instruments. Yeah, and he picked a saxophone. Well, it's a good thing they're so quiet. They're yeah. super quiet. <laughs> Does he have a uh, have a hat? No. Does he need a hat? I think. Oh, he like do. A, like, like a ska hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. It's been it's been adorable listening to him play the saxophone. But we sent him all the way upstairs, and then we go all the way downstairs. <laughs> Never um, had one lesson. <laughs> uh, she continues, kind doctors, when friends trust you enough to answer the question, how are you, honestly? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Christine like Christine has a list of things she misses it from, about Richmond because um, she didn't no longer lives here, I guess. Strange's Nursery and their selection of pumpkins and gourds. Cute little alley parks and gardens. Those places that are like flea markets but are permanent, like the one at Libby and Patterson. The Baker's Kitchen at Hall and Courthouse. And people who smile when grocery shopping and chat on the checkout lines. This is maybe a Southern or Richmond or Virginia thing of like, hey, we're out here in public smiling. Often I go to other <laughs> cities and the people are like, don't smile at me. <laughs> um, Valerie, who is not whom I married to, yeah. um, likes her kids' elementary school, websites that sell inexpensive prescription glasses, and then in parentheses, no vision insurance for us. That's not a like, though. Um, deep work sessions at my office defined as everyone had to quietly work at their desk for three hours or take their conversation out of the quiet zone. Wow. She says it was an amazing to have a time of uninterrupted work since no one could come up to my desk and ask questions. Wow. I it's like, like that. those days when the email's down and you get a ton of stuff done. And everyone's like, their mind's blown. They're like, oh, we were so productive. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Haley likes believing women. Nice. Thumbs yeah. up emoji. Yes. And then finally, Susan likes David Sedaris reading his diary audiobook and says, I mean, seriously, it is straight up delightful. I'm into David Sedaris. David Sedaris is great. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I have, I have not consumed any of his work, I don't think. And it sounds like that's a mistake on my part. Oh, super funny. When Valerie was in labor in the hospital with our son, <laughs> I had decided that it would be intelligent to bring David Sedaris as the book I would read. And so, <laughs> I was. she was doing work over here. And I was giggling to myself over here. And got to the point where she's like, you just have to stop. Yeah, th- like, this has to be done. <laughs> um, so, that was not smart. That was a good list, y'all. That was a great that list. That was very impressive. Now, Casey, you are a professional podcaster. Allegedly. Um, no, it's you- literally, that's a literally true thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, now it is really true. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we ask for your money. Mm-hmm. Not Yours, his money. Well, we would ask for Casey's <laughs> money specifically. Well, no. I've already spent some of my money on the two of you, which yeah, we'll, we'll talk about momentarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have a Patreon. Yes. Which is at patreon.com slash Sam and Ross like things, where you can give us uh, your money in exchange for these episodes. That's right. I, why It doesn't have to be awkward. It, it, it wasn't awkward till you said it doesn't have to be awkward. Well, no, no. Let me, let me double down on the awkward. Here's the thing, <laughs> folks. You know how you're listening to the show when you're doing dishes or something like that, and you think, oh, I'll get to that eventually, and then you forget? Mm-hmm. Don't forget, because then you'll show up in Sam's house realizing you have still <laughs> forgotten to sign up for the Patreon. This could happen to you, listeners. It could happen to you. So you should go to patreon.com slash Sam and Ross Light Things and send Sam and Ross a couple of bones each month. That'd be not too bad, right? Even you just a it. bone. Yeah, yeah, even, a even bone. Just one. This, maybe I shouldn't have gone with bone on this one. I think we've already <laughs> taken this a bad place. But nevertheless, send, send Sam and Ross a dollar or two. They could use it. It would be great. He is like a professional yeah, podcast. You just got to have me as your pitch man every time. That's what it is. <laughs> so uh, when we have a guest. Yes. We forego the Sam and Ross likes. Yes. And dig deep on the guests like. A deep dive. Deep dives. And Casey, you're amazing like this week. It is. It is cookout. Now, this is not what it seems if you're not from the mid-Atlantic area. So, cookouts, the things where you eat, well, you cook and consume things outdoors, those are excellent. And we can even go on a like tangent if you would, if you oh, so desire. I, I love a good cookout. Those never happen. Yeah, those <laughs> never happen. Um, and, and I love a good cookout. And that is not what I'm talking about, though. What I'm talking about is the restaurant chain called Cookout, which started in North Carolina. Well, you know the history. (laughs) To some degree. Some of this I knew. Some of this I actually looked up, so it sounds smart. So it started in the late 80s in North Carolina. 
And over the last five to 10 years, it's exploded. Now, I'm a little fearful because it's kind of followed in the Krispy Kreme footsteps where, you know, they kind of exploded, exploded, and maybe we're going to get oversaturated, oversaturated with cookouts. Mm, but that sounds like not a problem. Yeah, to me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fair point. Uh, but sitting here today, they have not reached that oversaturation point. And I love cookout. So what is cookout? So cookout is basically what it says on the label. It is burgers and hot dogs and things like that that taste suspiciously like they were actually cooked on a grill outdoors. It's true. Which is the weirdest thing. And I know mm. that probably sounds a little bit crazy, but that's not a hedge. I'm just saying I'm doubling down on this. I am doing the opposite of hedging. It really <laughs> tastes like it was cooked on a grill outside. Well, we'll see what Sam thinks in a second. Now, Ross, would you you are a, a fellow cookout connoisseur. Oh, yes. Would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, I think uh, there's like a... You know, what is um, Wendy's, which is char-grilled, char cooked over an open flame? Or I think that's it? Burger King. Burger King, is Burger King. it? Yeah, and it, it always feel, it feels fake and false, but but recently in my life, I just ate a cookout hamburger, maybe like several seconds ago. Um, <laughs> and it does, it tastes crispy and oh, smoky yeah. in a way that is odd for a fast food place, I think. Exactly, exactly. So now, listeners, you have to understand, I had only been introduced to cookout like a year or so ago, maybe two years ago when it really started to to come to Richmond. But listeners, you have to understand, Sam had not consumed cookout until no. this very evening. It was delicious. And I decided when I told them that this was going to be my like, that I had I, I just assumed that Sam and Ross- This shall not stand. Yeah, I had assumed that they had consumed cookout in the past. And Sam said, no, I have no. not. So on the way to Sam's house this evening- I bought a cookout tray. Now, a tray in cookout parlance basically means a meal. Yes, yeah, so, like a, a combo meal. Right, a combo meal. That, that's a very good point. So you get to choose from, I should bring up the menu. Maybe you can use that computery thing in front of you and we can we can discover a cookout menu. But suffice to say, you can choose like a burger or I think uh, maybe a corn dog or hot dog. No, corn dog is a side item. We'll get to that in a second. But you can you can do all sorts of different like mains, if you will. You like a barbecue sandwich, chicken mm-hmm. sandwich. There we go. Thank you. So you can choose from... A double burger, a a burger, a regular barbecue. I'll, I'll, now, I should explain. That's literally all it says. You don't know if that's a sandwich, a pile of meat, or what. It's just regular barbecue. Sure. Two hot dogs or two quesadillas, a regular chicken. Again, I'm assuming that's a sandwich. Who knows? Cajun chicken, spicy chicken, barbecue chicken. I can tell you the barbecue chicken is a sandwich. Or chicken strips. That is your entree. On the side, you can choose two sides examples of sides (laughs) include an entire chicken quesadilla Uh that's how serious this business that was good you you you, that's what you chose Mm -hmm. and it was delicious yeah so what i did was a basically just a very basic uh cheeseburger and then fries and a quesadilla just to show the 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 extravagancy that is the side item at cookout so other examples so fries onion rings hush puppies slaughter chili a bacon wrap which is bacon wrap I love bacon wrap. It's, what is a bacon wrap? I, I don't know how to describe bacon it Bacon wrap well. is a tortilla with bacon in it. And, and I lettuce. Think, I think lettuce and cheese, and yeah. they just wrap it up. Yep. Which <laughs> you is, can get it as a side. Yeah. <laughs> it, and that's a side item. Uh, chicken chicken nuggets. <laughs> I eat this all the time. Yeah, so chicken nuggets, which you would assume would be an entree. No, no, my friends. That's side. a side item. And it's distinct right. from chicken strips. So you can get ah. chicken strips as your main thing and, and a side, side of chicken nuggets. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> and then you could also get a chicken wrap, which is basically the same thing as a bacon wrap, but with chicken. And then you can choose your beverage. You get a, a fairly large sized soft drink or for, I think it's just a dollar or $2 more. Yes, it's like a penny. Yeah, it's effective, <laughs> for effectively no more money, you can get an entire milkshake. And let me tell you, my friends, there are 40, 
fresh wow. and fancy milkshakes, including what we selected. Well, really, I selected, which was a banana pudding milkshake. Oh, it was so good. It had the cookies in it. Mm-hmm. And Wafer, banana. Wafers in the, in the yeah. cookout parlance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't mess around at cookout. So the, the reason I love cookout is because, A, I just think it's tasty. And, mm-hmm. and you have to understand that I do like nice restaurants sure and richmond especially richmond proper has a lot of really really nice restaurants and you guys have discussed many of them in the past however i also really enjoy really crappy food oh yes and, and mm-hmm. i'm using that not necessarily as a hedge as much as i'm saying no, no, it's, no. it's not you. fancy you know what yeah, i mean yeah. mm-hmm. and cook non-pretentious right very this, well put this food has no mis uh misconception about what it is <laughs> exactly <laughs> this is this is delicious, delicious garbage. Again, I don't mean that as a, as a hedge. I oh, mean that in a, yeah. in a, in a yeah. complimentary way. Mm-hmm. So you can get this entire tray and it's something like, I don't know. I don't know if I have a receipt, but it's something like six bucks. Yeah. So we got a cheeseburger. We got French fries. We got an entire chicken quesadilla and a shake. And I, it was like six or seven dollars, something like that. And then I added on a side of onion rings because the onion rings are also delicious. Yeah, the, the grand total was nine Seventy-eight. <laughs> yeah. So to recap, so one more time, just for emphasis, that was cheeseburger, onion rings, French fries, chicken quesadilla, milkshake. Yeah. Under ten dollars, and this is enough food that the three of us. Now, it, to be fair, I think we all had eaten dinner prior, but yeah, yeah. I am very satisfied. I right am also now. satisfied. So I just love cookout because I think. It is so fun and great to have a place that owns what it is. And yeah. it just, this is what we are. We serve you delicious, delicious food very cheaply. And that's what we do. And the other nice thing about Cookout is I myself am not a particularly religious person, but Cookout does religious quietly, which is very mm. cool. So most Cookouts, or maybe I shouldn't say most, but a lot of Cookouts don't even have a dining room, they're drive through only. Yeah. Now, the Cookout nearest to me does have a dining room. And it took two or three visits before I realized they're playing some sort of like Christian music station as the ambient music in the dining room. But they're not obnoxious about it. Like they're not loud about it. That's cool, man. Yeah. If you like that, that's awesome. And, and you I can be cool f- with I also it. feel like they, um, I don't know if it's related to the same thing, but when they opened on Broad Street here um, in Richmond, they brought in people from North Carolina to train employees. Mm-hmm. And folks that cook out, in my experience, are very nice mm-hmm. and like very kind and so if in like not to like compare to chick-fil-a because i know chick-fil-a has its own like issues and, and baggage mm-hmm. but, but like i appreciate that i feel well taken care of and like i don't think i've ever gotten a wrong order at cookout which is a thing that because wow. like, in like it, we'll put a link there's in the a show lot of permutations yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a lot going on here and a lot of opportunity for screw-ups and it's usually pretty good um and i like that too yeah you know i wasn't until i talked to you fine gentlemen that i think it is very much a spirit well, spiritual is a loaded word given what I just talked about, but it but a spiritual like equivalent to Chick-fil-A, if Chick-fil-A did burgers and fries and things. Well, if they do fries, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if they were if they were less chicken oriented and more um more uh, ambivalent about the beef, <laughs> yeah. I guess. All of the other yeah, things. Yeah, all of the other things. So uh, one one of my loves in life is is the Waffle House. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever been to Waffle House. But what I like about it is sounds very similar to what you like about Cookout, which is there's no pretension. <laughs> like they've got combos, but all the combos are just the price of all the individual items. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> and it's just you want a waffle, get a waffle. You want some hash browns? Yeah, get it. Put some ham in there? Sure. Why not? Yeah. I like no, I like that too. I like that analogy because with the hash browns at the Waffle House, yeah. you, you get whatever you want. Scattered chowder, it's scattered, covered, chunked. Yeah. And in 
with cookout the my favorite just to this is a like of mine as well um mm-hmm. and the milkshakes at cookout i think are spectacular um they are too thick to drink with a straw like, mm-hmm. don't try to drink with your straw you'll hurt your mouth but they also like casey said there's 40 toppings 40 add-in mix-ins something whatever like you want to call um you can get as many of those in there as you want. One this time, is thought technology I was not aware yeah, so of. So one time we went and we asked, what if we wanted them all? <laughs> and, the, and the lady was like, there wouldn't be much room for ice cream. And I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> and so like you can, I would encourage folks to make your own. Go wild. So we tonight- I see we, eggnog on here? Yeah. Only in oh, December? Okay. Let me, let, just a few, these are just a few recommendations. Okay. So we had the banana pudding tonight, which is what I usually do, but- I usually add peanut butter to it and it's incredible. And then what I do when egg, cause eggnog is a seasonal milkshake. It only comes out like I think November and December or maybe October. If it's October, we gotta, we gotta like roll up there. (laughs) Um, What I do when eggnog comes out is I build the banana pudding with eggnog. So eggnog milkshake plus wafers took me a long time to figure out what you had word. You had to say out loud to get them to put the cookies in. Uh, (laughs) And the word is wafers. Wafers. So eggnog, wafers, bananas, peanut butter Ooh. and it's it's pretty good what's uh you said you've only came to this a couple years ago what is your cookout origin story so my cookout origin story is my brother-in-law had he he also went to tech and blacksburg was one of the first places that got a cookout outside of north carolina and i really? don't recall exactly what the timeline was it was well after i left yeah um but it may have been when he was there that that cookout showed up well, one way or another i think he was he was he works near the one right by Regency Mall off mm-hmm. of Paramour thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And so he was raving about it for like months. And we just never had the chance to get down to it. And then one day we did. And it was like my world changed, gentlemen, <laughs> because I could have delicious, delicious, really terrible for me food for almost no money. And and I've loved it. And then they opened a location out in the West End. Well, further out in the West End, uh, yeah. closer to me. Um, there's the place right by you, Sam. Don't be creepy. And I think there's at least a couple others in the area. So It's closer to me than Sonic, our normal. Oh, and I do love Sonic. Our I could normal, go hours on that too. We are eight minutes from a Sonic, and that is our normal Kids have gone to bed secret eating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we. Sh- I feel like that's a. It is the correct term a like prime, if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah. Like secret bed is secret after bedtime eating. That, mm-hmm. that oh god, it makes yeah. everything tastier. Mm-hmm. So this is you know the kids have gone to bed. The kids would probably really enjoy consuming yeah, whatever you're eating yeah. with you. No, but, but no. they don't know it exists. Yeah, they're asleep. <laughs> you went out and got it. Yeah, after exactly. Oh god, that's a good one, man. I I love secret bedtime eating <laughs> or post bedtime eating. But anyway, so yeah, so cookout came to me just in the last couple of years, and and I love this place. We don't go terribly often in no small part because it's probably extraordinarily unhealthy. But oh my word, is it good? But uh, I feel like Ross and I have talked a long time, and we are we are cookout aficionados as someone who is new to the cookout tell me your experience sam oh this was pretty great so the the milkshake is basically just ice cream we served it in bowls <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> and then uh he was right there the side of a quesadilla is just literally a quesadilla a chicken quesadilla <laughs> and i had the burger it was all good and for what the price it was delicious i had the fries i did some dukes and pepper Mm. You got to get that that Trader Joe's everything with a bagel. Put that in there. Mm. Ooh, I bet that would be I very got some. good. There's some fries left. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think like th- my, my take on the hamburger from Cookout yeah. is that it is better than like, you know how hamburgers now cost $12 and yeah. those are like good hamburgers. But like, I think the Cookout hamburger, which probably costs like $2.50. Something uh, like that. Is, is a really great mid-range hamburger. Yeah, it was good for... 
Like it's it's not like a fancy restaurant hamburger, but and, it's and better than it's better than like a McDonald's hamburger or a Wendy's oh, hamburger, yeah. and Certainly. probably costs half as much. And you also have to understand, listeners, that Richmond over the last couple of years has gotten very fussy about their hamburgers because mm-hmm. we have you know Citizen Burger Bar, which I love. Oh, that's uh, so good. Burger Batch. Do you know? Do you know Mondays? Tell me more. Like Mondays are uh, kids eat for a dollar night at <laughs> Citizen Burger Bar. <gasps> Oh, I know where I'm going tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> man, I love that place. And I, I actually got introduced to Citizen in Charlottesville. Um, they're from the Charlottesville area, and they eventually came to uh, Carytown. And I love Citizen Burger. Uh, Burger Batch, Carytown Burgers and Fries. Like Richmond can get fussy about a lot of food-related things, but I feel like over the last few years, we've gotten fairly fussy about burgers. This is not a fussy burger, but that's no, okay. really good. But that's okay. It's yeah. still very good. And the cheese was melty in the right way. Now... Yeah. To build on that, I gave you a very basic burger because I didn't know what your particular burger taste would be. And I wanted to give you kind of, you know, it's like when when I go to an Italian restaurant, I'll get like a lasagna, which maybe makes people, you know, think I'm nuts. But to me, it's a very great, like, if you do lasagna well, then you Mm -hmm. probably do everything else. It's a litmus test. Exactly. It's the brown (laughs) (laughs) M&M's. So so I got a very basic burger, but, and I'm curious to hear how you do your burgers, Ross, but for me, I like their burgers cheddar style. Which oh, basic? Come, come on, yeah. Come so more. it should be on that menu somewhere. Cheddar style, che- cheddar cheese, bacon, grilled onions, and mayo. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now this cheddar cheese, it is effectively the consistency of like cheese whiz, which oh, to me, you had me I, consistency. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To me, this is wonderful. So it is just gooey, drippy cheese and bacon, and the grilled onions are so delicious. So, oh man, I personally, if I was ordering for me would have gotten cheddar style but again i wanted that litmus test i wanted to give you the basics Ooh, steak style yeah and barbecue Ooh. style i w- when i was waiting on the th- out, west, line. out west style yep, <laughs> oh, no, there's bar- the barbecue style chicken breast no you're right it's out west style um but i was in a so it's it was about 8 30 at night on a sunday night that i was in the cookout line this is one of those situations where there are two drive-through lines on either you know one on either side of the building i waited in that line in my car for like 10 minutes because at 8 30 at night it was slammed and that should give you a hint <laughs> yeah but we digress so ross how do you yep. do your burger so i don't typically get a burger oh tell me more so what's your entree this is so this is we me and my son have just figured this out and this is what i i think is pretty great is i will go double corn dog Ooh. And he will go chicken strip. And then when we get home, just mash we, everything we split up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then the cheddar style, it took me a long time to figure out the word to say to get this too. But if you order cheddar sauce, they'll give you a, a tub of the cheddar stuff. And so I will do, oh my, I word. will do corn dogs, double corn dog. <gasps> Double fry. And you dip oh. it in the and then cheddar sauce on the oh. side. Why yeah. don't you have this on an internet page? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Ross's words to say a cookout. <laughs> it's just like trial and error. You say, can I get some like cheese? And you end up with like che- like shredded cheese. You know, I gotta iterate. <laughs> I gotta iterate. <laughs> but you figured it out. You cracked yeah, yeah. the code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel like you need to share the wealth but on this, this one, man. It's good info. This extensive menu seems like it'd be very easy to feed a child. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It, yes. Declan would get like just a corn dog and it would be literally like 90 cents or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. And that would be sufficient for him. Uh, he's since graduated to occasionally like a corn dog in, in like a little cheeseburger. And they actually have just added in the last few months, they've added junior trays. Have you seen this Ross? No. So they have junior trays where you get to choose between a small burger, a hot dog or two, two corn dogs or quesadilla or a BLT sandwich. And that's your entree. And then you get two sides. Two sides which, for the kids? Yeah. Even for the kids. So it's, it's just, a smaller main basically That's and it's a little bit less money i will say that the two corn dogs is an enormous amount of food like yeah. they are like <laughs> huge corn yeah, dogs yeah. <laughs> no the, i love cookout and and 
it's one of those things where I've spoken about it on my podcast and no one it's gets like, it. And, and nobody gets it. And it's like Sonic because Sonic, which I love yeah. and, and, and in a lot of ways, this is kind of filled, not the void that Sonic left because Sonic is still here, but you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's a kind of equivalent place. Um, Sonic is a drive in restaurant where, you know, they'll, they'll have car hops that serve you at your car and yeah. they typically do not have in restaurant dining. Well, anyway, Sonic used to advertise from what I gather all around the country, even if there were, there were no Sonics nearby. So as an example, uh, I grew up or I went to high school in, in Connecticut. And so well, I had a friend visit me from high school down here in Virginia and she realized, oh my word, you have Sonic. I, I, I have to try this because I've heard about this for years and know nothing of it. And so Cookout, I feel, has kind of gotten a little bit of that reputation where, you know, I've spoken about it on my show and and people will now tweet at me when they're like passing through Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, whatever, and say, oh man, I just had Cookout. And guess what? You were right because it's amazing. Yeah, no one's ever disappointed. Yeah. No way. Oh, no. I think we discovered Sonic because they opened the one in Christiansburg. Oh, and we yeah. would drive out and do a Sonic run. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not I'm not cultured enough to know about what's the West Coast thing that they love so much with the, in and with, out burger. With, is that with the animal style and the yep, secret that's menu? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I th- I don't know. You know, I'm a I'm a East Coast Homer, but like <laughs> <laughs> that I enjoy that there's no. There's no secret anything. Yeah, it's all there, it's except just, for you have to know the right words. Do whatever you want. You do have to learn some of the words if you want to go. I guess that is the same. You just well, no, and there's, but there's not a secret style. You just have to know what in their what they call the thing behind yeah. the counter. Yeah, and and In and Out I think is very good. I think In and Out plays or, or trades a bit on the rarity of it because mm. you know anytime I go to California, which I do at least once a year, either because of family or work or both. Um, I always have to have in and out because I never get it. But mm-hmm. almost every Californian I speak to is like, oh, yeah, it's good. You know, it's it's not that great. It's fine. And to me, I love going to in and out because it's so rare. I don't think you would have this problem with Cookout, though. Cookout is legitimately great. And, and Sonic, I think, actually falls yeah. in that same category. Sonic is legitimately great. You have to know what you're going in for. You have mm-hmm. to understand you're getting a whole lot of food for 10 bucks, which is not a bad thing by any no. means, but it, it means you're not going to get that artisanal burger, you know, where like a burger <laughs> batch where you don't even get fries in, in this like $15 <laughs> burger. Um, it's not one of those situations, but it's still a great burger. It is. It's very good. Um, my, I wanted to say one more thing about what you said. It was packed tonight. At oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one time me and a friend had been drinking and we needed to like go to a place to eat after we, we closed the bar down. And is so, cookout open all the time? Boom, cookout is open, I think, till four. Like, they're open after bars close. And so, we drove out wow. to the one um, on Broad Street, and it was packed. There were people who had taken taxi cabs into the <laughs> drive through line <laughs> of cookout at 2.30 in the morning. That's amazing. It was that's, awesome. That's and, like, the vibe was, like, so, like, convenial. Is that the right word? Congenial. Yes. Con- mm-hmm. I'm with you. Everyone mm-hmm. was having a great camaraderie. time. Yeah. There was so much camaraderie. <laughs> and it was like, everyone's just people out here eating French fries in the middle of the night. It was great. Yeah, I saw on the menu, it was open, I think, till four or five in the morning, which <sighs> is bananas. But I love Cookout. I think it's great. I think you should try it if you're ever in the Mid-Atlantic. Um, it, it, Like I said, it started in North Carolina, so there's a zillion of them there from what I gather. But there's yep. they're certainly spreading throughout Virginia. And uh, just be aware, not all of them are dine-in. Uh, a lot of them are drive-through only. Like the one at Regency, it certainly was drive-through only. I don't know if that's still the case because I think they might have uh, revamped it a little bit. But the one here, I think there was some dine-in. I couldn't really tell because it was dark outside. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the one out by me is dying in and it's always very clean they always keep up you know it's not like you know I, i'm not opposed to mcdonald's i think mcdonald's is just fine but like a lot of the mcdonald's it's around hit here or miss. yeah they're kind of scuzzy a little bit and that's kind of when gross. you find that good mcdonald's oh yeah that's a nice place to have especially i love mcdonald's breakfast but be that as may um cookout generally speaking based on my limited experience of only a few of them you know like i've been to the one in ashland it was very well kept and, and very clean the one out in the way way west end is very well kept very clean it's just it's really nice people serving really good food that's really cheap i mean how can you go wrong with that this episode brought to you by cookout. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like cookout's the kind of place that's like what's a podcast yeah, yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> they they didn't have like a website when they yeah, when they showed up recently. in yeah when they showed up in Richmond like you could go to like a fan site to see a picture yes. of the menu. <laughs> no, this is true because I would, I would look it up before I really understood like the, the cookout menu. I had to like strategize beforehand, yeah. and you're exactly right. I ran seems into like the there's pressure thing. if you're in the drive-through. Yeah, and and one other just I don't want this is not a yuck, but like when you go and I'll be interested, Casey. When you went through tonight, did you go through the drive-through where the drive-through window is on your right or on your left? See, so I made a critical error. I knew that there were two drive-through lines, but I did not plan far enough in advance to figure out that I was on the on the wrong side because I was in the car by myself and the building was on the passenger side of the car. Yes. And I was expecting to have to do like some awkward thing where I have to like park the car and get out and walk in front of it or something <laughs> like that and be that that idiot. But as it turns out, they didn't even blink an eye. What they they didn't, they didn't even give me the stink eye of like, dude, don't you know you're supposed to go to the other side when you're by yourself? You only do this side when you have a passenger. None of that. They they were perfectly happy to hand it like through my car window in order to give me my food. That's Not a problem. Good, that's good feedback because I I'm always scared of that. Oh, one. I would have been scared had I had the presence of mind. I just didn't even think about it until I was already committed. That's they great. take care of you. Cookout. They take care of you. <laughs> cookout. They do. That was Ooh, good. Thanks, thanks guys. Thank you. Ooh. You guys want to do some quick hits? I want to do a quick hit. Quick yeah. Hurt. Quick hit. My quick hit this week. This fortnight, since we're a podcast that records, yeah, exactly this is exactly fortnight, two weeks. Um, is I watched this YouTube from internet person <laughs> CGP Gray. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's a it's called Thinking About Attention. Have y'all watched this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's we don't have to talk about it for a thousand years, but like it's a basically a video above a of, of a guy who's deep into the internet and consumes a lot of the internet and also produces a lot of the internet. And his thoughts on what does that all mean for his brain and his work of producing and just his life as a human in society. And I, I thought it was real interesting and I got a lot out of it. And it's sort of like shifted my behavior a little bit into being more cognizant of what I'm consuming and how much I'm consuming of the internet. Yeah. Not in a like quit Twitter in an angry way, but right. just in a like, when, how often are you looking at Twitter? How often are you even looking at your mail or, or whatever? So it's called thinking about attention. And you can just Google that. Yeah, I did. I watched this and he had a podcast where he talked about Project Cyclops, which is what he called this. <laughs> and Yeah, uh, they discussed it on Hello Internet and on Cortex, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I yeah. think uh, what stuck to me was being mindful of how often you have other people's thoughts in your ears. Yeah. Um, that's why I haven't stopped listening to podcasts. I love podcasts, but I've tried to um, make sure I build in some time where that's not my immediate go to. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched it and I sort of kind of the same conclusion. Um, I typically get up 
in the mornings and run a few days a week. And for a long time, I was doing that with just music um, because I just go with my Apple Watch and, and my Air, and my AirPods and nothing else. And so I don't bring my phone. And I don't no really, pants. Yeah, nothing, nothing. <laughs> just just naked through, through, the, through the streets. Now, um, Apple and, style. <laughs> and I guess that's animal style. Huh? Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I just have my watch, my AirPods in, in running clothes. And so I didn't have any mechanism by which to play podcasts. And I just started listening to music for a long time. Even though when I when I carried a phone with me, I would listen to podcasts while I ran. And after watching this, and now with the release of Overcast Five, I could go back to listening to podcasts while I run. And as someone who doesn't have as much time to listen to podcasts as I did, you know, a few months ago, any podcast time I can get is great because I like all these shows quite a bit, and I don't want to stop listening to them. But I don't have a lot of time to do so. Um, and so for the longest time, I thought, oh, when Overcast gets updated, I'll be listening to podcasts when I run. That's a solid half an hour, you know, three, four times a week where I can where I can listen to shows. And after watching this video, I thought, you know what? Maybe I should just stick with mm. the music and let my mind wander. And that's probably okay. Yeah. Yeah, I found myself. So I was a work listener of podcasts. And I would do the thing where I'd listen to a podcast, I'd enjoy it, soak it all in, and then not remember anything about it. Yep, <laughs> right. that's me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to uh, in- listen intentionally. So mm. um, only listen to them when I'm doing, say, an activity where I'm going to pay attention to it. It could be you know one walk out of a couple. I'll listen to a podcast or doing the dishes or things like that or mowing yeah. the lawn. That's good podcast time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Great. Um, I'll go next and we'll save Casey's quick hit for last. So you know that we love the Adventure Zone here. Mm-hmm. Talked about that. They had a, an offer through the Mysterious Package Company. Oh, wait, you're blowing my mind. For a <laughs> so, so this is... No, I know what this is. And you told me about your like before. And I didn't put these two things together. And I'm very excited right <laughs> wait, now. So, so I, I, am, I have no clue what's right, happening. So, so are these the boxes over here? So the Adventure Zone is a... Right, is I'm, a, I'm familiar with the Adventure Zone. It's I've a not podcast it. about D&D. And you can sign up where... They will send you in the mail boxes full of puzzles themed Whoa. with Adventure Zone stuff. And I've got the first two. I haven't finished all the... I'm doing them with my kids because they're pretty great. Uh, I haven't finished all the first box, but I got the first two boxes here. The Mysterious Package Company is this amazing thing where you just get like mysteries in the mail and you saw them there and there's like audio components and written components and like I have been wanting to do one for a long time and I knew that the Adventure Zone had like a branded one, but I didn't realize this is what you were talking about, Sam. So I've been handed this like envelopey looking thing and the box looks like almost a stained glass window. I mean, obviously it's a box, but it's, it's drawn to re- resemble a stained glass window. So this I'm, is called Taco's Correspondence School of Wizardry Cantrips and Other Magics. So I open this very fancy cardboard envelope thing, and I'm looking at several sheets of paper, and I, I, I don't think any of this will be a spoiler, so if, if so, I apologize. Uh, but I am looking at what looks like scribble that I'm assuming is some sort of language, but I cannot read it, and it does not look like any you know typical Latin or Germanic language. Then, oh, there you go. LNG 101, Languages for Wizards. This is a different sheet of paper this with a cool. lesson description, objectives, uh, what's required, and directions. And then I have this like almost parchment paper that has more unintelligible mm-hmm. characters in it. So the first one is a cipher puzzle. Open up that, Ross. And, and the second one is a giant maze. Okay, I have a big map. Oh, it is. It's a literal giant maze. Hey, this is like, I don't know, three or four sheets of paper, I would say. Yeah, like three or the size so of three will, or four regular sheets hand, of paper. Of course, I want to keep things nice. My daughter and I sat down with highlighters and went through the maze. Oh, Sam is a clever person and has Xerox the maze 
and solved it so they don't need to mark on the maze. Oh, I understand. I did not understand why you were handing me a duplicate of it. That is very smart. That is a cool maze. Isn't My it? goodness. This so, is what Sam. So, I, w- and then the third one was like a, a hidden picture puzzle. Would you? Um, because I know Mysterious Package Company has like other ones. Yeah, I it, would do another one of these in a heartbeat. Okay, cool. And w- would this be appropriate for a kid of say, you know, your guys' kids' age? Because your your kids are older They're, than mine. Yeah, they, my my kids eleven. There is swearing, mm, but beyond okay. the swearing, it's. So I've actually looked into the Mysterious Package Company, mm-hmm. and they have many that are adults only, but they do have one about pirates that okay. is suitable for children. That's yeah. super cool. I really like that. What's your uh, quick hit, Casey? Am I allowed to if they're very quick? Yeah. Can I do that? Okay. Of course. So, no rules. <laughs> no rules, just right. Uh, so the first quick quit hit, 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 hi, I'm a professional podcaster. Hello. So, hi. hi there. So the first Hello. quick hit that I have is um, something that I did just yesterday, which is here in Richmond, the Governor's Classic Car Show, ah, yes. which happened downtown at Capitol Square, which I didn't even know existed because I'm a terrible person. <sighs> oh, my gosh. These two are rolling their eyes so hard at me right now. They're there was no rolling. I rolled. Yeah, well, I Ross rolled. was definitely rolling. Um, so what? It, basically, at the governor's mansion or thereabouts, um, they invited anyone who wanted to pay twenty five dollars and had a car that was from nineteen ninety three or newer to come down and park their car and do a little car show. So nineteen ninety three or newer mm-hmm. or older? Sorry, did I say newer? I meant older. You listen to what I mean. You could bring you could bring a ninety one like Honda Prelude up. Absolutely, that you <laughs> oh, absolutely could have. Sweet. And I think that's because it's the DMV's definition of a classic car, if I'm oh, not mistaken, which okay, is twenty five right. years. You're making me so, feel old. I see. Yeah, exactly. Tell me about it. And so um, it was just a bunch of cars that were allegedly competing for you know like best in show and stuff like that. But really, it was just a bunch of people getting together with a bunch of old cars. And there were a couple of food trucks. There was the Arroz food truck and uh, like Ooh. some sort of a treats by Teresa or something like that. I forget exactly what it was called, but it was very good. The weather was gorgeous because yeah, we're in like, yeah. in my personal opinion, the best time to be in Virginia. Mm-hmm. You know, the Cody weather. weather. Yeah. The, the, the weather's starting to, the, the summer's starting to break. You're getting like the nice crisp mornings and the toasty afternoons and it's perfect. And so uh, we were able to do that as a family and it was really great. And it takes a lot to get me to come downtown because I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a yuppie and they not only designated a parking garage for me, so I didn't have to circle for parking like an animal, but it was all lovely and it reminds the Yay. thing is as much as I give uh, proper Richmonders like these two fine gentlemen uh, I give them a lot of crap about how you know it's tough to find parking here and why would I do that when I can just do things in the West End but the truth of the matter is every time I come downtown inevitably I find parking without problem mm-hmm. and <laughs> and not only that I always think to myself why do I not come downtown more often so, yes. mm-hmm. so I'm slowly being uh, seduced by the, the city of Richmond but that was uh, quick hit number one quick hit number two is what uh, I was given this evening. So uh, I am a man who likes himself a vodka and I tri- typically have Tito's vodka. And when I got here, Sam had offered me some vodka and I thought, no, 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 you know, I'm, I'm driving. And so I shouldn't. And, and then it occurred to me, wait, 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 wait. Sam has spent some time in Russia. That's true. <laughs> he knows, he knows vodka. I need to not turn him down on this. So I was then given just a, a small little pour of Russian standard vodka. This is delightful. Isn't it? I would consume some on air, but I've already finished it because <laughs> it's delightful. And this is available in Virginia ABC stores. Is it that is. correct? This is very good. Mm-hmm. And it's a comparable to Tito's in price. There you go. Yeah. So I like both of those things. Excellent. Those are good. It makes me feel good. Yeah. That I, that I made Casey's vodka list. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that is high praise. <sighs> How do we end the show? 
Um, you can you can have me thank you for being on or oh, having yeah. me on. So thank you guys. This was this was delightful. great. Glad I feel like we should thank you. Yeah, thank you for oh, coming. Thanks for coming. The pleasure is mine. And plus, I got an excuse to eat cookout at a uh, time I oh, don't want yeah. to eat cookout. So that's, that's a win win. And like as a second dinner, that's second dinner. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of amazing. Where can people find you on the internet? Casey? Sure. So if you uh, believe in the web, I'm at caseylist.com. If you believe in Twitter, which I'm not sure if any of us really do anymore, <laughs> that, I do. I do. No, I do. Just I do. intentionally. Yeah, very very well put. Uh, I figured I, out my Twitter secret. Oh, tell me more. You turn off. All right. So you put it deep in a folder. Mm-hmm. You leave on notifications for your DMs and you turn off Siri search. So you Ooh. can't type in Twitter and have it jump to it. Uh-huh. So you go, I'm going to check Twitter. Oh, it's like six screens away. So you have to really want. <laughs> that is intentional Twitter right, <laughs> right there. All right, go ahead. Sorry. So yeah, so I actually have, have kind of fallen a little bit a little bit off the Twitter bandwagon. It's a whole conversation that it's not worth getting into now. But I do still believe in Twitter and I always look at all of my mentions without fail. And so you can find me at Casey List. That's C-A-S-E-Y-L-I-S-S. That's Casey List. That's Casey List. You can also find me on my two podcasts, the Accidental Tech Podcast, which is at ATP.FM and Analog, which is at Relay.FM slash Analog. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Ross, Sam. how about you? Oh, hello. Um, I am just Ross Catro on all the stuff. R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. Have you logged into Peach? Oh, yeah, I'm, I just, I just, I just patched right now. <laughs> Pe- did, I don't know. <laughs> patched. <laughs> Great. And Sam, yeah. yourself. Uh, at Mr. Beefy on Twitter, uh, samdavies.me for the writings. Can you remind me of our P.O. Box so people can send oh, us things? Oh, yeah, it's P.O. Box 25914, Richmond, Virginia, 23260-5914. Cool. And thanks to Matt Fisher for, for all the music. Is that he, it? Do we have another thing? Or is that well, it? we say you can listen to his, oh, his podcast. Uh, as, Mark of the Beast. He actually recorded do. a new uh, hashtag Sad Dads, which oh, may or may not be out. Is Mark of the Beast not a thing anymore? Do I have to give up the saying no, it that way? No, I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> well, there's somebody who hasn't listened to it yet, right? So Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. new to them. Look at that. <laughs> Liking stuff. All right. Thanks, Casey. Thanks, Thank you, Casey. guys. Thanks, Bye. Sam. Bye.